Welcome, Guardians. Thank you so much for joining us on The Destiny Show. We are back with an incredible Guardian on the show. She is a content creator. She is a Twitch streamer, and she loves Destiny. And we're going to get to know her on the show tonight. Tonight on The Destiny Show, we bring you a massive episode with not one but two amazing guests. We just had on the lead singer for Murder by Death, Adam Perla. And now we welcome the amazing Pika Peach on the show. Pika, welcome. And thank you so much for being with us. Oh, awesome to be here. Yeah, such a pleasure to finally get to share your story on the podcast. We're not going to waste any time tonight because we have a lot to talk about. Guardians, I hope you are ready. The Destiny Show podcast is live. And tonight on the podcast, we are honored and excited to invite Pika Peach on the show tonight. Pika is a Twitch streamer. She is a content creator in the world of Destiny 2, the founder of Clan Orchard, lifelong gamer and big, big Destiny fan. We're going to learn more about Pika's journey in the Destiny 2 community and so much more. We're going to kick things off right now. And Pika, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah, it's so great to have you join us. And thank you. Thank you for being here. Such an exciting time in the world of Destiny 2. We're going to invite Pika on the hot seat tonight. We'll discuss the latest news from Bungie, the future of Destiny 2 after Final Shape, Iron Banner, Season of the Deep, and so much more. Guardians, I hope you're ready. And we also got my co-host tonight. Welcome in Shadow Price. How are you doing tonight? Doing really good. Uh, it's nice, you know, that we're live again. And it was awesome with Murder by Death, uh, Adam. It was awesome having him on his, to talk about his uh, music and everything. So, and I'm excited to talk to Pika Peach now. Absolutely. We got a massive episode and we got my a good friend, Cold Death, on the show who came in at the last minute to help us out with the stream as my computer can't handle it. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to figure it out hey, on the that's, fly. That's what we do. We're, we're here for the, the fix and the help. Yeah. And, and how's, how's your day going today? Hey, it's Friday. You know, we, uh, we're, we're having a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And lots of, lots of fun stuff to talk about tonight. And I hope you all are having an awesome evening. Uh, we are going to talk about all things Destiny 2, but before we do, we're going to put Pika on the hot seat for our discussion with the Guardians. I hope you're ready. <laughs> and Pika, so the first question we have for you is something we ask everybody on the show, and it's how did you get your start in Destiny as a Guardian? Well, I had actually recently moved away from my home city, and I was unemployed, <laughs> as you are when you start off and move. Um, and I had a lot of time to kill because I the car that I shared with my boyfriend didn't have. Um, it, it was a standard. <laughs> I didn't know how to drive it. So not only did I have no job, no friends, I also couldn't drive because I didn't know how. Uh, <laughs> so where do you go? <laughs> you go to video games or time killers, things like that. Um, so that's actually how I got into it. He had recently started it. So he was playing, I think it was on a Titan. 
And I was like, I'm going to start my own character. And so I made Hunter and I told him he couldn't play on it. Obviously he did. And I was mad about it. But yeah, no, I just dumped in a lot of time. I hadn't really played any games on Xbox or anything like that before that. That's where I was. We were on Xbox. Um, so I was very new. Like I know, I know I was moving slowly. I was moving slowly. I was looking slowly. I was aiming slowly. I know, <laughs> I know that to be true, but I know he helped me in a few missions as well. And yeah, I just, I got really into it. We had to buy a second Xbox cause there's no screen sharing. Um, and yeah, it kind of took, took over my life, took over our lives. And as a result, that was sort of became my social network, made some friends. Got excited. As would be expected, of course. Yeah. yeah. And now, were you part of the original Destiny when when the game launched back in 2014? Oh, yeah, I guess I should say this is definitely Destiny 1. Um, we It would have been 2015, I think. I started right before Taken King. Um, so was that House of Wolves? But I don't really remember anything before that. There's sort of pillar moments and those kind of being the first mission. And then King's Fall was a really big deal. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think another pillar moment was like getting a Mina multi-tool because I really want that gun. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yes. the days of sitting in the Black Garden grinding for Mida. You know what? I never got it. Like, I got it from a random exotic engram because I never got it in game. Like, the game gave it to me eventually. It was like, okay, you've waited long enough here. You can have it. And it was like literally in the last year of Destiny 1. But it was still good then. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, that's really awesome. And I know that we, we were there for the beta. In the- yeah. We weren't even planning on playing Destiny for an extended period of time and first launched. Uh, we were actually Call of Duty fans at that time. And Call of Duty was coming out with Advanced Warfare at that time. And then me and Shadow yeah. Price thought, you know, we're going to play this game for a few months and then put it down. But then the beta came out and we were pretty much immediately hooked on this game. And I think that. We, we put it down for all but three days when we decided we're going to try out Borderlands. Mm-hmm. And uh, that didn't last very long. Mm. And back we it were has, Destiny has a pull. It's really hard to... <laughs> it's hard to shake. Absolutely. Yeah, you just but, feel like you're missing out on something. Like, yeah. that's happening. You know? I played some Call of Duty. Um, uh, I can't remember. I don't think I was playing it I think it was before I moved. So I don't think I touched it basically after I started Destiny. A little bit of Warp or um, their Battle Royale, but that's about it. Yeah, we tried to play, I think it was Black Ops 4, like for a little bit. Yeah. And they, it was like, well, this is kind of weird. Let's, let's go back <laughs> and play Destiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go where you're comfortable. Yeah. And now, Pika, I'm curious, you know, you've been playing this game for quite a while now. What would you say is your favorite expansion in, in Destiny and why? 
can I separate Destiny 1 and 2 at least? <laughs> yeah, let's do that because there's there's a lot of content, right? So like going back to Destiny yeah. 1, what would you say is your favorite expansion in the original Destiny? I think it would have to be Taken King because it was like, I really loved like everything about it because there was so much to do um, getting like all the lore pieces. There was so much on the Dreadnought that was kind of like hidden and secret and I feel like the secrets kind of were different then than they are now. Um, but I think they're bringing it back that uh, that aspect a little bit more in Destiny 2 now. But in Destiny 2, that's a little bit tougher. I think what are we what are the big contenders? Witch Queen, Lightfall, Beyond Light, uh, Shadow Keep. What was the one before that? Was that Forsaken? It? Forsaken. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that's tough. It's not Witch Queen or Lightfall. And it's not to say I don't like those, but they just, they don't hit the same. Probably, hmm, probably Forsaken. Forsaken or Shadowkeep in that area, era. Um, I was like definitely a PvE only player in Destiny 2 for a long time. So right near the end of those, like the start of Beyond Light was when I was getting more into PvP. So I like them for kind of different reasons. But yeah, probably one of those two. That was that was a really good one. I think for me, it's going to be really tough between Forsaken and... I would say the Witch Queen was really fun. I think Bungie did some really interesting things with that one. But I think Forsaken was that expansion that really captured my emotion where it's like i hated aldrin i wanted him dead i was so upset when they killed off Cade, and yeah. just the um the campaign was so well put together i really enjoyed the new structure that forsaken brought us and i, I think that was a really fun time as well it was pretty dark they haven't really killed a character before so yeah, that that's how I felt too. Like it was, yep. they, there was an emotional attachment to Cade. Yeah, you know, how dare they? they don't really <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that was huge for Forsaken. Like they took a huge step in a direction that they don't they don't usually go. And that's yeah, there like were stakes. Yeah, there were stakes involved. Like yeah, know. yeah. I mean, it was it was um, a very emotional time, uh, and I, I would say that expansion definitely brought out Bungie's ability to really go back to the story in the game because I, I think that the original Destiny Two, when that came out, I think that people were kind of mixed about the story, uh, and it seems like Bungie. From the original Halo games, I think the, the storytelling was really, really well done. And then in Destiny 2, it started out a little rocky, you know. But I but think Destiny 2, like, just vanilla was kind of boring. I remember thinking, like, oh, why don't we just keep Destiny 1? No random rolls. <laughs> no yeah. random rolls. They got rid of, like, the heavy, their synthesis yeah. and everything. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. I remember being like, oh, okay. Well, maybe there's more coming. <laughs> yeah. That was really a shift in video games in general then, though, because there was no, like, Battle Pass then. There was no, like, sort of 
spice. I don't know. It was very vanilla, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was nothing each, you know, that we didn't have the seasons. We didn't have, you didn't have yeah. anything that you really had to focus on, like the season pass. No real chase. Yeah, like, exactly. Was, yeah. Once you got the weapon, you were done. I mean, they had like the three different burns, like, and you could apply the different like burns oh, to them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that was the only like cool thing, but there was no different perks. They all had the same perks, pretty much. Right. I had to have three Uriel's gift: one in Void, one in Arc, one in Solar. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah. There, those were some good times. So I'm, I'm curious, Coldeath. What about you? What was your favorite expansion in in Destiny Two thus far? Um, I I would probably have to agree on Forsaken being the my favorite. Still, I mean, that's when we got probably the biggest drop of of content um and then the addition of bows in in forsaken oh yeah like it was all around like everything they added it was just so fun and the story was was good the the only thing that i wish they would have done with forsaken is not put Cade's death in the trailer for it. I think it would have been so much more shocking if was it? I don't yeah, remember. We found that. out like two months before yeah. Forsaken came out because they had it at E3. It was the E3 trailer. Yeah. Did we know he was dead or was it like, oh, but he has a ghost, he'll come back? Uh we no, we knew he was they dead. His ghost getting shot yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Yep. Not how I would have done it. So interestingly, the 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 trailer video for Forsaken, they introduced it as essentially Aldrin Sov killed off Cade. And that's how that was the set piece for the entire expansion. I think we found yep. out we got to hate him for two months, two and uh, a half months, basically. So <laughs> the hate was pretty like it consumed us by the time the DLC came out. We're just like, man, Akora is just ready to. She was just ready to go in, like, <laughs> bring me that son of a bitch's head on the, you know, stake or something. Yeah, yeah. I forgot uh, that actually. I, I kind of agree with Cold Death. I think that it was a little odd for them to have revealed such a big set piece. I, I think that it would have been a lot more shocking if we just loaded the game in and all of a sudden, like, Cade's dead. Yeah. Um, definitely interesting there. And uh, Shadow Price, what, what about you? What was your favorite expansion in, in D2 thus far? Probably also Forsaken. Just because we got, like, Scourge of the Past raid. Like, oh, yeah. For, like... I missed that. After that. <laughs> Um, that was that was a fun little raid. Like they, I mean, Bungie said that was a raid layer, but that felt kind of like a like a mini raid, like oh, closest to an actual raid. And I'm pretty sure Scourge was still listed as a as a raid. It was the Leviathan stuff that was like a 
Yeah. A variation. It was just uh, Eater of Worlds and, and I, it was, uh, Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars that yeah. were the only ones considered. Spire was great. difficult though, but still, that still came all during the Forsaken era. So yeah, yeah probably well, Forsaken. Would I be... forgot about that. I actually recently checked my raid report, and I think I only have like two or three clears between Spire and yep. uh, <laughs> the other one. Like I, they were hard. A couple of red the boss, dots, like the, the maybe boss fights were fun. Were very fun at Eater, and <laughs> they're um, very mechanical. Fire. I remember they're very mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yep. going up, and then you have to shoot the right thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> and then Spire of Stars was just. A buggy mess half the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was personally not a fan of Spire of Stars. I think I have no. like one clear. Or I, I really like. I, I didn't mind Crown. Crown was all right. I would like to do that again, actually, if there was only a way. <laughs> yeah, Crown. So fun. Fun thing about Crown of Sorrow. I think that was the first raid that I ever did flawless, and not really? like. It's flawless, oh, like legit flawless to a point where by the time we were at the final boss, man, was I sweating because I, I, we got all the way to the end without dying and getting through the jumps. That was a feat in and of itself because <laughs> I don't jump. I die. No. <laughs> I, I do the stupidest stuff when it comes to jumps. That's like my final boss. And that so, boss fight is hard. There are those, um, those guys who move around. I can't remember what they're called. You know who I mean. They like attack you. They follow you. Yeah, uh, was the, no joke. I can't remember their names. But that was hard. That would be really hard to do flawless. And that, I'm curious, do you do you all have a favorite raid in Destiny thus far? I know Shadow Price is gonna say Leviathan. <laughs> I can already tell. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, what's what's everybody's favorite raid in, in Destiny thus far? Well, I'm not going to pick like a throwback raid because those are fine, but they're not new because it would have been King's Fall in D1. But if I have to say like brand new D2 raid, I'd probably pick um, Root of Nightmares because I don't like uh, what's it called? Um, I'm drawing a blank on everything right now. The one with the symbols. I don't like that raid oh, at all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that drives me crazy. <laughs> and then I guess um uh last wish is good, but I haven't done it that much. I probably would like it if I did it more. Like people tend to say last wish because it's so pretty, but mm-hmm. I think root of nightmares, which is also pretty. Yeah, I think Last Wish was a really, really good raid. It was like one of the longest raids that we've had. There were yeah. quite a few encounters in that one. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say I, I would, uh, I would say Ruta Nightmares in terms of aesthetics, but then Last Wish in terms of mechanics and how the. Yeah, how the boss fights work and what you have to do. Especially if you try to do Riven legit. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Deepstone. I liked Deepstone a lot. Deepstone's fun. Yeah, yeah. I like that read too. That was a really fun one. 
I think I would say for me, um, it's going to be a tie between Last Wish and um, Crown of Sorrow. Because, I mean, I know that like most people wouldn't find Crown of Sorrow as like that really fun raid. But for me, I think that I had the opportunity to really master that raid more than any others. So I think mm-hmm. for me, that, that was a, a really fun one overall. I love how no one is going to say garden. (laughs) (laughs) Another very pretty raid, but my God. That that raid still exists? What? Yeah. (laughs) I finished all the triumphs for it, and I don't think I've been back in. Like, we're done. Yep. I got divinity, (laughs) and nope, not again. Yeah. Same. We won't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So Do you not have divinity? Well, I, I did get my divinity. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really use it that much though. Okay. I don't I don't enjoy being the div bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being it in um in Vow because I don't understand the mechanics <laughs> in the boss fight. Which I should I like not have admitted. Raid. I don't I should know what it is, but I, I like that raid. I don't mind I, some of it. I just haven't taken the time to learn the boss fight. I think we like have fun with the boss. symbols. Like we, we have some real crazy crawl call outs for the symbols. <laughs> it's a tough it would be a very tough raid to LFG. Like I've yeah. done the raid with friends, so they know what I mean when I say something. Yeah. But if you try an LFG it, I think it would be really tough. <laughs> yeah. So we have a question, Pika, from one of our community members and actually from one of your community members i should say thank you muscle mother for your question do you feel bonita (laughs) (laughs) yes i feel bonita (laughs) it's from a tiktok (laughs) love it uh, you're just supposed to say yes. I feel bonita. <laughs> and Pika, what, what are you, what are you most proud of? You you've been playing the game for a long time now, almost since the very beginning. What would you say are your highlights and proud moments in the game? Yeah, I I like that question. I think I have a few. Um, I've done three raids now flawlessly. And one of them is a three man. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I'm working my way through doing the dungeon solo. So I think any of the like low man work I'm most proud of or like any of the end game stuff that actually requires time and patience is is kind of is kind of what I'm most proud of, because like I don't really know. Everyone bases like your guardian prowess based on different things. I'm not that good at crucible anymore. I stopped kind of dumping my time into that and switching more into like endgame PVE. Uh, so any of that stuff, I would say. That's awesome. And what about you, Shadow? Having fun with friends, playing, it's like learning activities, learning different raids in the game. Like doing Vow was a lot of fun. Because we just kind of like we're really silly with it, 
I would call one of the call out like Rainbow Bright, like one of the like the star <laughs> that was all rainbow. I would just call it Rainbow Bright, and people would just be dying laughing. And then we would call us out like the uh, the triangle, like with the with the beams coming out, dark side of the moon, and every, or Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, yeah. <laughs> So it just became a lot like really funny. We were just like busting up laughing. And that's what just was like, I don't know. It was it was cool. And then when we got to Caretaker and just like learning all the mechanics there and everything, it was just like, wow, pick this up really quick. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was a fun time for sure. And, and hold up. What about you? What, what would you say? Your proud moments in destiny um i would say for for me personally it's you know i'm i've never been as much time as i've put into pvp i i'm never been great at it um so i think my biggest accomplishment is the few times that i've taken myself solo flawless in trials so you know I'll, I'll take the wins when I can get them. That's always fun. I mean, I feel like Bungie has like, you know, helped with the matchmaking to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Cause I went, I went flawless last week, just playing solo. So, and it's, it's, it's cool. Cause I mean, it's like, man, I just did this with a bunch of randos. Yeah. And we, and we weren't even talking. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got a couple for myself. I think um, the season of opulence, I think just overall, I was really proud because I was literally doing Sherpa runs to help people get their flawless menageries done. And I was doing it a lot. I, I ran it maybe at least 50 times. Like I was very much a hardcore player back then. Getting the crown of sorrow flawless, that was a big thing for me because I don't normally I don't normally do that. I don't normally go flawless with anything. Um, and then trials, I would say too, because I'm not a PvP player. I don't normally go flawless, but there were a couple of times when I was fortunate enough to to get to the lighthouse. And I vividly remember. The second to last match, everyone else dies in my group, and I don't do well <laughs> against two other players. But there were two other players, and somehow I was able to chuck an aid, kill one, and then like I meleeed the other guy, and all of a sudden it's like you won the match, and it's like shit. And we already had um, a loss on the on the flawless card, so. It was like either you clutch it or you don't go flawless. And we won the match. And then the next match, we were teamed up against, I would say, a pretty, pretty difficult group. But the other, t- the other members clutched it quite well. And that was a really fun moment to actually go to the lighthouse for the first time. Definitely had a good time there. Definitely a proud yep. moment for sure. The first time is always the best. Right, right. Always, always got to have that special, special first for sure. So, Pika, we have another question from mm. your community. 
Is sumo oh deadlifting considered cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I Juicy's gonna hear hear from me. Um, the funny thing is, is I don't think so, but that's because I think he's talking about lifting, and I don't want to think about what he's not talking about. So no, it's not. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> My That's community fair. is so nice to me. They ask me such nice questions. They they do their best, of course. I told them to be nice, but then they had to ask me not destiny-related things. <laughs> <laughs> we got another question from Riz. Thank you so much for your question. What was your favorite exotic armor slash weapons? Hmm. Well. I was a big dragon shadow gamer for Hunter. I think it's not as good now. I made a Stompy's build, but I haven't been playing a lot of PvP on my Hunter lately. But other than that, I really like Assassin's Cowl. I think it's fun in PvE. Um, and what was it? Armor or weapon? Ugh. It was my favorite exotic weapon. It used to be um, Warcliffe Coil. <laughs> which, I th which i think no one really uses anymore i think it's funny i got killed by it the other day and i thought i should i should bring it out because i haven't used it in a long time but it, it was definitely warcliffe coil for a long time and I, it killed me more times than i killed people but for some reason i just loved it <laughs> i even have an emote with it in the care in the emote <laughs> but based on usage it's probably like wither horde or uh arbalist or something so you know i'm i'm gonna come out and say it i'm surprised you didn't say gallerhorn no no galley's all right i don't like to use galley someone else can be the galley person <laughs> <laughs> especially That's in pve i don't know why yeah. it's just not that interesting to me i guess this is rocket it's great it's got wolf pack grounds but someone else use it so I remember when the game first came out and we missed out on our Gallarhorn. It took it took a while to get it. I, I was lucky because I got my first Gallarhorn from from the stills in uh in that first chest before Bungie patched the exotic drops from it. One morning oh. um on a Tuesday when the game uh, reset with their updates. I go down into the um, King's Fall, and was it was it King's Fall? No, no, it was uh, Crota's End. It would have been Crota's, probably. And yeah. I got that drop, and man, I was so excited. And I think ever since then, that gun, that exotic, had a very special place. Although I will say, I miss Icebreaker. Icebreaker when Bungie. <laughs> actually i was thinking about that the other day because it made such a cool sound when you shot it yeah um, i liked that too and it returned once to the meg didn't it or yeah, you you just did, uh, over time or something so it had something if if you actually go to the edz devram is using the icebreaker no way really I never noticed that. I thought he was using No Land Beyond. Or maybe. 
You're right. I'm confusing the two. Don't mind me. Yeah, he's I using. Said- I mean, I wouldn't mind No Land Beyond back too for the uh, the lulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Icebreaker is the one that gave you ammo over time, right? I'm not crazy. It yeah, just like regenerate, it regenerate ammo, and yeah. that's probably why they haven't brought it back because they. Oh say yeah, they're it, not. It, it <laughs> that's, why, that's why they retired Revoker, which I mean you can still use, but. Yeah. And another question from Riz. Thank you for your question. If you could play only one character for the rest of your life, which character would it be? Uh, um, I would have said Hunter if you'd asked me last season, but this season I'm playing more Titan and Warlock, which is yeah. very unusual for me. Uh, that's such a hard question. Hmm. Hmm. Probably Warlock, just because it's like overall best all around, multi-purpose, good in any situation. Best for the grandmasters. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that because I would probably say Hunter still. But if I could only choose one, I would choose the one that was like the best. Yeah. I what about the, you? Guys? I hate the <laughs> Warlock jump. I mean. But that's I hate the jump. Like I die so many times because I just cannot make it to the edge. I just yep. like go down yep. slowly. It's like, I was uh, thinking a flawless grasp. I think yeah, grasp with my friend Taylor. And the amount of times I jumped down instead of like up for some reason because for some reason the slope because it was like a downgrade. Like I would just go down instead of like jump off and go up it was i was in trouble yeah and it's a slow fall it's not like an immediate fall <laughs> it's, it's a slow embarrassing like, fall <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like titan where you know you stop and you just fall like a stone and you just <laughs> yeah true oh you missed your jump let's just watch you float yeah here you go <laughs> Everyone point and laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm I'm a little torn because, you know, I'm a hunter main through and through. That's my OG and that will never change. Although I will say I've been playing a lot more Warlock lately. And I, I think, you know, having that Warlock well, look, I have trouble staying alive sometimes. So, you know, having that well <laughs> it really makes a difference. Between the healing rift and the well, that's kind of my my safety net. All so. of my solo attempts have been on Warlock. So, actually, no, never mind. I did pit on Hunter, but everything else has been Warlock. So that's saying something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Titan or uh, Warlocks are definitely the best for survival or survivability. Yeah, but you could get do it on Hunter with all the invisibility. Like, yeah. with like, with like the uh, assassin's cowl. So yeah, that's what I did actually. Mm-hmm. That was so helpful during that battlegrounds grandmaster. Oh man, having having that uh, invisibility really helped, especially during that the part where the lasers start tracking you. 
I did not have fun during that part <laughs> at all. That was my boss fight. Entire yeah, you would get so mad at that and like the Seraph Shield mission, like when those things attract you. You're like, what yeah. is this? Why is this in the game? <laughs> that was quite possibly the worst Grandmaster ever. So. Yeah. So my question would be, I'm curious, did you guys cheese that Grandmaster or did you do it legit? We did it legit. Oh, okay. How? <laughs> How did you do it legit? <laughs> uh, running. A lot of <laughs> running. And my CP was running. doing tick damage with Osteo like the whole time. So we were just in there. Oh, okay. On a warlock? Using the necrotic grip? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Osteo, necrotic grip. Um, oh, and I think I, heard I was thinking with... I was weather hoarding when i could but he was kind of holding boss damage and we we're shooting everything that would shoot him so it was long we were in there a while but i actually didn't know there was a cheese until after so it's a good thing no one told me <laughs> so i mean it's it's kind of i mean so like if one person goes there's like a spot where you can go all the way up top yeah, i saw it in a video stand up there and if two of the other members lure the boss to that spot, you can just keep shooting him and he's just going to stay there pretty much static. Mm -hmm. uh, Bungie, please don't ban me. <laughs> <laughs> Bungie had no idea you could do that. You've just yeah. exposed everyone. <laughs> I, I just spilled the beans. It'll be and patched tomorrow. The thing is that was the only GM that I needed to do in order to get my gilded title. So I, I almost feel like I didn't quite earn uh -huh. it. You should do it again. Gotta we'll do, it legit. do it again. Yeah, we'll have to do it again legit and stream it. Yeah. Just Not solo. Not solo, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not solo, let the record show. We're not going to do solo yet. But, you know, eventually, maybe we'll get there. Yeah, you got to try everything legit. Like, Riven legit. The dungeon legit. Actually, I didn't know, but there's a cheese for Spire. The Spire boss, too. Because I, I made a TikTok about it and I had like several comments being like, well, did you do it or did you cheese it? I'm like, I didn't even know there was a cheese. I wish I knew that there was a cheese. So I was going to say Spire. Wasn't Spire the one that the cheese was something with Wardcliff that it did like insane amount of damage? Oh, on the Harpy because it's a vehicle or something. I don't think so. Um, I think there's a cheese in the final oh, boss fight. I'm, I'm thinking. I don't, I'm, <laughs> again, I'm confused. I'm thinking Spire of Stars, That's not fair. Spire of Watcher. That's fair. The dungeon Spire of Watcher. Yeah, there's a cheese <laughs> yeah. in the final boss fight. I don't. I shouldn't talk about it because I actually don't really know what it is. But people ask me, I was like, no, I am tough and I did it the real way. Yep. And again, yeah, lots of running. That one. No, forget I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Bungie, you hear nothing. No, Bungie doesn't know. Bungie mm -hmm. does not know. So I'm, um, I'm curious. Spire of the Watcher. We all have to do something with that raid in order to that raid, that dungeon, in order to achieve the ultimate status of Paragon. And yep. are you all going for that? That's why I did it. Title. That's how I did it. Yeah. I just got oh. it a few days ago. Congrats. I love that. 
thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. That's that's. We had big. a couple of people in our clan get it too. Uh, they did it last weekend and everything. So. Yeah. I think most of our clan's active members are eleven, except for one or two. No, some they blame me for being like, "Y'all have to get it," but I actually don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Rank eleven We're or kick? Not that hardcore yet? Exactly. We're working on it. We're working on it. And and Cold Death, are you going for Paragon title? Abs- absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No, that, I, I, I will say no. Why? Yeah, no. So I I have tried so many so many times because for one I I only play Titan. I have a I have my other characters leveled up and semi geared, but I'm like if you look at my playtime on every email that Destiny send or Bungie sends out, it's always like ninety eight percent Titan and one percent everything else. You could do it on Titan. And see, I've. I've tried soloing dungeons. I've gotten through the first boss of Grasp solo back when uh, Synthos and Bonk Hammer were were the go to. Um, but I just I've never like sat down and like really focused on trying to get a solo done. So I don't know. I. This season, probably not, because there's definitely not enough time to go from 8 to 11. Oh, my gosh. Yes, there is. Is there? I did, like, 8 and 9 in, like, a few... Like, it, if you've done any of it before, it'll count, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The biggest hit yeah. is being, you need the commendations. Yeah, so you which I... Have. Dungeons. Um, you need the Lost Sectors on Legend, and then later again on Master. And then the solo dungeon is the worst. Yeah, I'm just one away from getting to nine. I just need that 180,000. Like, we, we would have done it on the Grandmaster, but we beat oh, it too. Yeah. We beat it too fast. We beat right. it in like 30, 31 <laughs> minutes, and we only had a score of like 171,000. Yeah. The score is tough, but like GMs are definitely a better way to get it than I did it on Nightfalls. Oh, yeah. We had to like res cheese. Like, because you get more points for rezzing. So people will just jump off the bat for a while. Don't cancel me. Uh, (laughs) Hey, whatever you got to do to get your points. Yeah, whatever it takes. Exactly. At any cost necessary. So, Pika, if you could be the very best at anything in the world. Oh, this question. I don't know. That was such an interesting question. I was like, only easy questions when they asked something so profound. Because there's a catch to it, because you don't get better. Everyone else Everyone gets, worse. gets worse. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I want to be better at something. Um, that's such a hard question. Someone else go first. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> If you could be the best at anything in the world. Actually, I would be like cooking. I want to be good at cooking. I hate cooking. Y'all just have to make mac and cheese for yourself now. Hey, I'm fine with mac and cheese. (laughs) We had some good mac and cheese yesterday. (laughs) No cornbread. No cornbread, but mac and cheese. Yep. (laughs) Mm. 
let's let's strike. But man, that barbecue was so good. I think the highlight for me was the hot barbecue sauce. That was like my mouth was on fire about 30 minutes after. During that time, I was just pretty much drinking it like it was liquid gold. (laughs) Yeah, liquid gold. That sounds really good. Yeah. Good time. I don't know. I think I I'd want to be the best like I don't know, musician because I really like music. But you don't get better at it. So are you good enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says you don't get better and everyone else gets worse. Yeah. I mean, I I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if yeah. you're the best at it, then is there any need for you to get better you're you're already there you reach the highlight you're at the pinnacle so yeah well yeah that's that's the confusing part (laughs) i'm gonna be the best podcaster in the world sorry joe rogan it's gonna keep getting worse (laughs) and worse (laughs) we're gonna talk spotify (laughs) i'll give you a call later i like it Thanks for your question, Mohican Nine. Yeah. <laughs> I think for I think for me it would be uh, graphic design. Ooh. Okay, that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yep, that's I I love doing it, but you know, still slowly learning a lot of stuff. Even though you know I have a degree, but doesn't mean anything. Yeah, um, I have a degree think- in meteorology and. You know, <laughs> really, we're always wrong. I'm always wrong, anyways, <laughs> by nature. Okay, what was the dream? <laughs> What's that? What did you want to do with that? I wanted to be a weatherman eventually. I love it. Yeah. I'm so sad. Why didn't you do it? Oh, uh, life. <laughs> life. <laughs> life got in the way. Yep. We're going to blame destiny. We can. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bungie's fault. <laughs> yeah, I studied music business. I wanted to like, you know, pretty much hang out with all the rock stars and all the famous people. It, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I feel like we're kind of doing that, right? Podcast. I don't have to like deal with yeah. all the royalties and all the not fun stuff. That's not bad. Because we've had some famous people in here. We, we, had, famous. we just had someone. We we just had murdered by death, and now we have Pika Peach. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling special today. Oh my goodness. So Pika, like what is your guilty pleasure? Yeah. Um I feel like I could take that in a few directions. Um like I like shopping. I feel like that's like a guilty pleasure. Like I just like to go and look and I can spend like hours. Window but then shopping, on the flip side, yes. I also love like salt vinegar chips. So that's also a guilty pleasure. So <laughs> I feel like I could take that in a few different directions. But yeah, I'm probably shopping. Really guilty. Probably doing that if I'm not gaming or actually working on my own stuff. I'm just shopping. But a lot of the time it's for stuff for stream, like looking to see, I browse a lot of like Etsy things because there's tons of like 
cute little graphics that you can get for like two dollars and the one little purchase and everyone's like wow that looks so cool i'm like thanks (laughs) yeah love that gotta think about you know your your stream and and what you do and it's that's awesome it's a business gotta look good got it gotta take care of business exactly yeah gotta Mm -hmm. take care of business or business will take care of you Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I also just yeah. love snacks. So snacks easily. are good. <laughs> Can't do anything without snacks. It's true. It's true. I tried for a really long time to get like a goldfish sponsor. Um <laughs> but they don't. They don't do that. And I think that they should try they should reach out to like content creators because if you think about it, and this goldfish is one reason why you should partner with me. Um, the original, not the flavor blasted, they don't get too much on your fingers. And they like a chip, but you don't get your hands dirty and they're easy and they're so delicious and they smile. So Goldfish, are you listening to the podcast? I you did are. reach out and they said no. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you, proud. you shot Maybe your shot. they should they reconsider. It's <laughs> a great gaming snack. You can't help <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I also find them slightly more filling than chips. Okay, now I'm done on the goldfish. <laughs> I can see that. Oh, and yeah. it's healthier because it's, it's baked, right? So it's not like... Uh, I don't know. That's debatable. <laughs> okay. We can you tell ourselves that. Of a stretch. Uh, yeah. You, you just, just, we, we tell ourselves okay. that that way we feel okay eating yeah. a whole bag and That's not. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about that whole bag of goldfish you ate. Don't, don't oh, worry about it. I just bought that Costco size <laughs> carton of goldfish and it's already gone. Oh, well. No problem. It's healthy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so pika you have Hmm. a free pass to go anywhere in the world right now where would you go what would you do (sighs) well i'd be lying if i said anything other than japan because literally my tiktok is filled with like japan adventure tiktoks and it's killing me because i'm like okay well i'll just go i'll just go but then it's like well i don't want to go in the summer because it's hot and I have a bunch of tattoos and like some places don't let you in if you have tattoos or I would just cover them but I'd rather just not like I should go in the fall or the spring or the winter so I'm like okay I'll wait and then I see more and more videos of like cool street food you can eat and I have a friend who's like who's there right now and uh like the cool place where you go to bow to deers and I like hiking that's a really big hobby of mine and there's just lots of places you can go and walk and climb up mountains and all sorts of fun things and there's a train that has all pikachu like themed things so obviously i have to go on the train (laughs) like i would be there a long time when i eventually go (laughs) it's a lot to do spend one whole day in in the pokemon store probably (laughs) i actually should probably go and not bring like luggage because I don't think I'd be able to fit everything I would buy. Like I should go and only have carry on so that I'm not tempted <laughs> to like buy too much stuff <laughs> or maybe one small suitcase. Uh, you just buy a bunch of stuff and then ship it home. 
I don't know if that's smart either. Uh, my friend said she, when she went that she just like brought an empty suitcase, like bare minimum. So that's an option. But like you can only fit sort of three stuffies in a suitcase. So I really shouldn't be spending <laughs> all my space on stuffies. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I do like Japan because sushi is my favorite food. And the food. And I, I think the Japanese culture is really just interesting. So I'm I'm with yep. you. Japan I also would don't be... want to go when like school's out. Like I, I prefer to travel when other people are busy. So September onwards, people are there's way less tourists. Yep. Yeah. What that would be the... Where where would you want to go? Um I think for me it would be Germany. Hmm. Do like the uh World War II tour through Europe. That'd be sweet. I went to That's... Germany in high school. So I was yeah. underage, but it was sweet. I loved it. Yeah, it was, you know, it's been I've been to Europe a couple times. I've, you know, I've done a trip that was London, Scotland, and Wales, and then I did Italy, Spain, and France. But Germany is one of those places that World War II, you know, it's my favorite time period in history to study. So that's ultimately like my bucket list right there. Nice. What about you, Shadow Prize? Uh, Japan for me too. <laughs> for all the all the reasons that were already talked about. I mean, the sushi, the ramen, different things like uh, the the culture, the uh, you know, uh, Tokyo at night and everything, and you know, just yep. all Shibuya. Like, is that what they call it, Shibuya? Um, yeah, all that. Um, I'd be interested in seeing all that there japan is just so cool because of just the like technology they have yeah my wife and i like we'll watch so many videos of people traveling around japan and they just have so much cool stuff yeah like i'm jealous i want stuff (laughs) (laughs) it's like all automated all clean all just like yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, Jap- uh, Tokyo is like one of the cleanest like cities. Yeah, it's one of the crazy. biggest cities. It's one of the cleanest cities. Yeah. yeah, they take a lot of pride in their culture. Although it's a good thing they have other stuff that they're known for. Because if it was only uh, fish, I would starve. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I hate seafood. Like I'm, I'm one really? of those. Like I, I, I can't eat seafood at all. <laughs> so. I'm a little picky, but I would try. I would try things. One place yeah. that I would really want to visit would be Super Mario World or Super uh, Nintendo yeah. World in, yes. in uh, Japan. We're supposed to get one here, like in really? Universal. I think I don't either is it next year or the year after, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Oh, that's awesome. They yeah. have um, a Studio Ghibli like amusement park there, which I really want to go to. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys know, if you guys know what that is, like a movie. Yeah. 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 I think uh, 
people that did like the Nino Cooney games work with Studio Ghibli. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. So, Pika, are you a Nintendo fan? I'm I'm curious. Um, I grew up playing some Nintendo. Um, <clears throat> my brother had a Super Nintendo, so we would play. We would play on that. Uh, and then I had Game Boy. Game Boy's Nintendo, right? Yep. <laughs> and I have Switch now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like everybody has a Switch. Yeah, <laughs> seems like. Yeah, I mean they're pretty accessible. Like they're not like mm-hmm. a like a bank breaking console or computer or anything. Yeah, so, there's a lot of good games on there too. It's, 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 it's a Mario and Zelda machine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> are you guys gonna play Tears of the Kingdom coming out next month? Don't ask me. I play Animal Crossing, <laughs> and I have the latest Pokemon, and that's all I have on my Switch right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't even played the other one. Sorry, I didn't beat it. The Pokemon game. I honestly, it's really funny because this came back around. I got wait. I was not that interested in Destiny, and I got back into into Destiny. Lifefall came out, and I haven't really played my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple other games on the go, and it used to be my like nighttime thing where I would play. Animal Crossing or Pokemon. I just haven't in a while. <laughs> yeah. You can sit on the couch or your bed or whatever. It's just eat nice. Yep. Yeah. I've been loving the uh I've been loving the N64 games they've been bringing back. I've been having a blast with those. Yeah. Oh, I, I I gotta check that out sometime. There was um a way to play Sega games too. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I was playing yeah, they have, um, uh, download I was for playing it. the Sonic game on Switch. It was so much fun because I hadn't played it obviously since Sega days. Yeah, I like that. Switch is good. I like the Switch. Don't know Destiny on Switch though. No, no. Destiny on <laughs> Switch when, Bungie? <laughs> I tried to play Fortnite on my Switch. It was awful. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was trying to like aim, and I was moving like it was all. I hated it. It was, or I would over, over. Yeah, it was just hard to hard to aim. You're like you feel like you're drunk walking around. <laughs> yeah, the screen is small, and yeah, yeah, can't. <laughs> Yeah, I think my my one gripe with the Nintendo Switch is that the technology inside Power. of it is just really dated. So like a lot of games don't really run very well. And I, as a PC gamer, I can't go back to 30 frames. I'm sorry. It's it's rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the new Zelda will be in 60 frames. One can hope. One can hope. Did they announce if that was going to be in 60 or 30? I don't know. They, there was a, um, like a, a video released recently. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, though. Pretty much Destiny. 
Good problem to we, have, of course. We can blame Destiny today. <laughs> so, Pika, you yeah. recently were featured in Bungie's mm-hmm. Community Focus. And, and I'm curious, how was that experience like? And what can you tell us about that? Yeah, I feel... I feel really lucky. Um, I've kind of had a few like ongoing uh, experiences with Bungie. It started with um, uh, I got to be like their host raid after the their big summit stream in August. Um, it started with that. So the, uh, Dirty Hippie reached out to me then. She said, hey, I'm just wondering if you are available to stream um, on whatever Tuesday this was. I can't remember. Tuesday, August something. Um, and be like our host after after our big like reveal of, you know, the next roadmap of Destiny. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. I can be on. Like, I don't have a day job. I think I cried. <laughs> I think I, I was at the gym. I had just finished. Um, and I saw the Twitter DM come in and I was sort of sitting in the change room and I was just like, what? She DM me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that was a wild experience by far. Obviously the biggest stream I've ever had. Um, but it's kind of led to like a few, a few other situations with them so after that they invited to me they invited me at twitchcon to be one of their feature streamers to do their donor drive stream so i think it was only an hour it was a two-hour block where i got to stream um from twitchcon which was really cool uh and meet some people with bungie they gave me a bunch of swag um and uh a bunch of emblem codes, which you know the community loves those. Everybody loves the emblem codes, yeah. <laughs> and and then and then there was even more. So she had said at that time, like she wasn't at TwitchCon, so she had hooked me up with this other guy to talk to, whatever, whatever. She's like, yeah, and hopefully after this we can do like an interview with you or whatever. Um, and that finally came in. She messaged me in January and said, "Hey, do you want to be our first community focus of 2023?" Um, and I was like, yeah, obviously, of course, that sounds great. Let's, let's do it. Um, it was really interesting. She gave me a host of questions. It felt like homework. I was like, I haven't really had to think about these things. Um, an example being like, if you could create your own subclass, like, what would you do? And I was just like, uh, (laughs) I'm not really creative like that. So I sort of, I don't know, I came up with something scuffed, but it was it was really crazy because I feel like it's just kind of added to how people know me as a creator and it feels really special to be recognized within the community and I feel like they've chosen some really great people before so it was really like a big honor it's like oh if you really think I'm special enough it's been it's been really nice did you say a Pikachu subclass? <laughs> no, I made something up. I was playing a lot of Overwatch 2 at the time. It was like right before Life All came out. So there wasn't a whole lot to do in Destiny. So I was playing a lot of Overwatch and I play a support in Overwatch. And I think it was a very like support based sub- subclass similar to like Well Lock. I made it pink. 
obviously. Uh, and I don't even remember what I called it. I don't think I gave it a name because that's even harder. But I just made like a support base class. <laughs> <laughs> but. That's really awesome. And yeah. it's, it's really great to see awesome, well-deserving content creators get love from Bungie. Remember during the last um, reveal, it was really cool to see D Flawless get love and recognition. And I, th I think he actually went out to Bungie yeah. Studios to okay. actually do his old skits. That was really cool. Yeah, that was that was the stream that they hosted me after. So that's how I was oh, watching. Okay. That. That was really cool. Yeah. I feel like Bungie does such a good job with these reveals. I, I think that like they really bring the hype and excitement like no other company does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all do love the game. Are... We complain, but we love it. <laughs> anyone who says that we complain complains, because we, we love, love it. it. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> At the yeah. end of the day, still home. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, is. It's still home. And, you know, I think the feedback is really important to drive progress in the game and to make the game better. I think it's it's always important to have that open-ended conversation about what's working, what's not, because ultimately mm -hmm. it makes for a better destiny in the end. And they do listen. They definitely do. They do. But Maybe they don't update things as fast as we want, but they definitely listen. They definitely have that open level of communication and feedback with their community. And that's one thing that I really appreciate about Bungie as a company. Well, they're still human and they're still bound by time and rules and all those things. So I'm sure they do the best that they can. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. So Pika, if you were a superhero, what superhero would you be and what powers would you have? Thank you for your question, the Vampire King. Like a superhero that exists or I just make my own? Because hmm. this is similar to like the subclass question. I'm not very creative. <laughs> <laughs> but so say I would... Let's make it easy. Okay, 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 okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would choose someone like Wonder Woman because I want to fly. I want to be strong. I want to look cool. Um, uh, I I just want to be like a good overall hero. You know? Like I want to be good. But a lot of superheroes like, oh, well, I've got, you know, like one superpower. I want to have like a good all-around superhero like Wonder Woman, like Superman, like not Batman because he has money. Um, <laughs> just, just like a good all-around one. Love that. What about you, Coldeth? Um. So I think if I had to pick one, it would probably be something kind of obscure but like i think like nightcrawler from x-men to where you like you can just think of a place and just pop there and that's it you don't have to worry about traveling anywhere hmm. 
I, I think you can bring it, people with you. You can take us yeah. all to Japan right now. Exactly. <laughs> which, which he, this particular mutant, I know he can, like he just holds on to people and then oh, oof, sweet. you can, you can travel. It was either Nightcrawler or Azazel. I can't remember. It was in one of the recent X-Men movies. Love it. Shadow Price, what about you? Probably one of the Avengers. Um, probably like, I don't know, like Iron Man, because he's smart and he has a lot of, and a lot of money. So, and he can like build anything, he can build his own suits, build his own, you know. He like didn't start out as a superhero. He just used his mind and everything mm-hmm. to create everything that he did. I'm surprised you didn't say Solid Snake. Well, he's not a superhero. He's oh, a mercenary. Okay. I mean, if you said who I want to be like a war hero, a mercenary, yeah, I would pick Solid <laughs> Snake. <laughs> See, I think that's one of the things like that I love about like Iron Man and Batman is like they don't have powers per se. They just have technology and money and knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean money would be great, but <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Warren? What about you? Um, I would probably say Spider-Man. I was thinking Spider-Man for you. (laughs) And I mean, I think the ability to fly anywhere and have endless abilities to travel would be really cool. So I would say either that or, um, do you guys remember the gargoyles or am I dating myself here? Oh yeah. The, the cartoon, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The gargoyles would be kind of cool, too. You probably sense the flying theme with me here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, having having the ability of limited flight and oh, travel would be really cool. It's levitation, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Got to work on that. We're going to work on that skill. TBD, Guardians. I think we all just want to fly. <laughs> just want to fly. <laughs> yep. That's really the message. Sugar Ray said it. I just want to fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me fly or just teleport. That's yeah. So we have a few okay. more questions from the Vampire King. Vampire King wants to know what is your top thing? What are your top three things on your bucket list? Oh my goodness. Again, so wide open, like in terms of work, in terms of life. Um, we'll go life, I guess. Uh, travel, Japan being one of those things. Um, I want to get into acting, acting, modeling a little bit more. That's something I'm working on in real life, right now. Um, and oh, the third thing, the third thing will probably bring it back to work. Um, I want to keep growing on all my platforms. I'm recently trying to take a bit of a switch 
to focus more on things like Instagram, TikTok, grow my platforms a little bit more, um, be more of like an all around creator. Because for a while, I was only really streaming on Twitch. And I know that there's a lot of opportunities in those other platforms to see kind of lateral growth. So, yeah. Love that. And what about you, Coldup? Uh, bucket list. Definitely going to be travel. There's places that I definitely want to see. Definitely some bands that I want to see that are that are on my bucket list. That's that's really that's really it. Travel and concerts. Love that. <laughs> How about you, Shadow? Uh, probably also travel as well. I mean, I've been to so many concerts already. I've already seen my favorite band twice. Like, so I would have to say like, um, I don't know, just start something really cool, like a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, just, uh, I don't know, just be there for cool things that happen. I really don't have much. I haven't thought put much thought into it. Yeah, I think I think travel is a very common theme. I think traveling the world would be really cool. And like I want to go to like an Antarctica and like some like weird places that you would not even like think about. Mm-hmm. Um I think that would be really cool. Um, I would say probably crashing the Bungie Studios would be yeah, really fun. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. Like, yeah, like, let's make a trip out to Bungie. Let's just like literally spend a week at Bungie and just like forget the summit, not the summit, but I just want to like hang out with them for an entire week. Just like you can attend any meetings with them. You can like pretty much sit down with Pete Parsons and be like, "Hey, we're gonna do a podcast right now, impromptu. Let's do this." <laughs> Uh, I think that would be really cool. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been, been a while. Uh, and I would say it would be really cool to make a video game. Like, I would hmm. love to really get a chance to, like, learn, like, how does that even work? And, and just to be able to do that, I think that would be really cool. Oh, you should. <laughs> Yeah, that would be really cool to have the knowledge of game development. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Slightly different topic. Pika, you are going on a trip to the Dreadnought. You're going <laughs> to stay for six months, so you got to get comfy. But and you can bring one album with you on the trip. What album would you bring? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've listened to an album like start to finish in so long. When I saw that question, I was like, oh boy, like whose album would I want? Like on repeat. Uh, maybe um 
<laughs> I might bring like best of Fleetwood Mac or ABBA. Maybe one of those two. I think a best of captures like a little bit of a range. And those are usually like pretty uplifting albums to me. I don't think I would bring something slow and depressing. So probably one of those two. Greatest hits Fleetwood Mac or Greatest Hits ABBA. I pick out your I'm taking two options. <laughs> I can't settle on one. <laughs> Love it. And Cold Death, what would you bring with you if you were to go on a trip to the Dreadnought for six months? Oh it definitely gonna be an essentials compilation. Um and it would probably have to be either Slipknot or Nine Inch Nail. If I didn't have to pick, you don't have to pick either. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, music is one of those things because it, I, you know, my, my music tastes like one minute I'm listening to heavy metal screamo next minute i'm listening to twangy 90s country so you know to pick one is so hard because you, your musical taste is just all over the place mm-hmm. what about you shadow i know shadow price is really big into music what would you bring with you yeah, it'd probably be some greatest hits or essentials album too, because um I know Tool doesn't have a greatest hits yet, so um I would probably pick like I don't know, one of the really like maybe Seattle grunge bands or something as one of their greatest hits. I don't know, like like Allison Chains or something like that. Ooh. I think one of the things I would have to bring is probably like one of the Destiny soundtracks. Yeah, I knew you were going to say, I mean, say the Destiny soundtrack. Maybe, maybe Music of the Spheres or the Rise of Iron one. I think those are really, really fun. Um, you know, Destiny, Destination, you, you want to be listening to Destiny music. <laughs> I mean, I just want Destiny like all the time. I just want to be in the world, you know. If I'm on the Dreadnought, you know, I mean, you got to have, you got to have Destiny, right? That's why I feel Allison Chains would work. You know, it's like you're down in a hole. You know? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You're a man in the box. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very cool. And so we have another question from our good friend, the Vampire King. And the Vampire King wants to know, if you got banned from the library, what would be the reason for you to get banned? what the heck uh (laughs) probably laughing to be honest i'd probably be too loud i'd probably be like giggling or laughing they're always shushing you yeah exactly (laughs) i'm not really sure what else i would do in there (laughs) not read a book (laughs) i can't read books and libraries yeah I always joke I can't read, so maybe that would maybe that would actually fly. (laughs) Love it. 
I feel like I would get banned for probably reading a strategy guide while I'm playing a game, but the game is too loud. And, and you're noise is so excessive that they're like, we're sorry, you're you're playing too many video games and you're making way too much noise. You're banned. <laughs> Either that or probably um I would probably buy a crap ton of sushi. And I don't know why, but like as I'm doing stuff at the library, I would just eat a crap ton of sushi and they would be like, you know what? You're you're just you're making a mess. You're out. Yeah, You're I don't gone. think you could eat in libraries, so it's a good one. Yeah. And you know, I try to test my limits, you know. You know, I don't really like to follow the rules all the time. So <laughs> that might that might be the reason for me. <laughs> Mine would probably be something like not returning something. Because I I I'm so forgetful. Like, if you tell me something's due on a, on a certain day, good luck. <laughs> what about you, Shadow Price? Um, oh, geez. Had some real, uh, real doozers so far. Um, I don't know, but like rocking out too hard in the library or something. Like, Bring my guitar like my band just comes in and we just start like, <laughs> ripping it <laughs> surprise concert in the library yeah <laughs> i can see that i can see you doing that <laughs> just going to the library randomly we're gonna have a concert in the library and yeah. you guys can't stop us no you're bad <laughs> i like it so pika what do you do when you're not playing destiny or pokemon um i'm a big fortnite gamer and overwatch too um but if i'm not doing either of those like if i'm not gaming then you can probably find me at the gym or hang out with my mom or the library or Definitely not the library. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she got banned. Or, you know, that's not an option. Yeah, I can't go actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I hang out with my friends sometimes on the weekends. Yeah, but nothing too crazy. It's a, a pretty, a pretty standard gym game content creator. Definitely not cooking. Also, not um, at the library. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like to go um, like hiking and stuff in the summer. Went on a big long hike with my dad. It was seven nights last year. We're hoping to do maybe a canoe trip this year. So looking forward to doing something like that. It's really good disconnecting time because I really don't have a lot of phone time there. But yeah. And, you know, uh, one of my best friends, actually, he hiked the entire Appalachian Trail. Took nine months to do. Wow. And one time he actually took me out on a hike. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really a hiking kind of person. You know, I don't really do outdoors. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's gonna be for like two days. Dude, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> We're going up this like mountain and 
I literally thought my life was going to flash before my eyes. It was the hardest experience of my life. Yeah. And I appreciated water more than I ever could imagine. Like we ran out of water and there was like a stream and oh man, I just like drank <laughs> so much water, probably more than I drank in my entire life from that oh hike. My but that was definitely an experience that I will probably never forget. I'm going to guess you haven't been hiking since. No, no, I have not. No. I've, I've <laughs> come to realize that I'm not built for hiking. And I decided, you know what, we're just going to stick to video games and, you know, just the stuff that's a little bit less intensive. So, you know, here you can we hike are. In, uh, VR. You know, hiking. I can hike in VR. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Pika, what are your thoughts on destiny to lightfall and hmm. season of defiance well i really enjoyed the lightfall campaign the first time i am not a big fan of having to run it two more times on two other characters i don't really like having to do that sort of content multiple times plus then weekly story missions on repeat for pinnacles but other than that i thought it was pretty good um, I know people were giving it a lot of hate, but I thought it was good. I like the I like the process of kind of going um, right into kind of multiple missions or it kind of brings you in and out of the story really easily. I like that. Um, as for the rest of it in general, I think it's pretty good. I don't like the Mars Battleground, but that's okay <laughs> the, as a GM. But I think... In terms of like seasonal activities, this isn't like the worst one we've had. I didn't really like the pirate one, so this one's better than that. Um, I I like to be like a completionist, so I always try and like to finish the seasonal seal, um, like the Neo Muna seal. I'm working on raid seals, so I think the season's been a little bit easier. I think last season I remember running that activity like into the ground and being like, "Oh my god, I have to do it again." But I think it's a little bit longer of an activity, so maybe they gave us less. Not really sure. Yeah, I've been playing a lot more this season than I did previously, so I think that's good. I think that means I like it more. Other than the PvP. The PvP I have not enjoyed as much this season as previous seasons. Uh, Iron Banner is, like, unplayable for me. I don't, I don't enjoy it, like, at all. Yep. Um. I probably have a KD of like 0.2 in Iron Banner. Like I'm scared <laughs> to look. It's just this pure chaos. And I think the connections are a little bit worse than usual. Uh, so PvP aside, specifically Iron Banner, I like Lightfall. I like the current season. Well said. Yeah. And and I, I echo the uh, sentiment about the uh, campaign. I think the campaign was fun. Like the story really sucked, but the campaign itself, I really enjoyed playing on legendary. I was a little, I was a little upset when they made it easier because it's like, I want to keep playing it. And I really enjoy that difficulty curve that they brought. Um, so I, I definitely enjoyed that. And that hypernet strike is really fun. Hmm. Really, really yeah, fun going good one. through that, especially on on uh, Grandmaster difficulty. So I definitely enjoyed yeah. enjoyed that. It wasn't bad. 
I don't like having to replay story missions for pinnacles. That's one thing I will say. Mm-hmm. I like that you could go back and visit the story, but having to like one of the guardian ranks things is running the weekly story three times. I'm like, why would I want to do that three times? Like I've already done it three times on three characters. I, know, I had to do that last week. And now like, and it's just like three more times. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's cool that they're like using that content, but I don't enjoy like multiple times of the same activity. And if I had just done my other character, now that's four times within a week of doing the exact same story mission. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. Definitely feel that. So what about you, Paul Death? I've, I've really enjoyed the... Uh, the the campaign for the most part um i i was definitely one of those that i paid the money to skip my second and third characters so you know there's that um it was good but didn't want to do it a second and third time um the seasonal story coinciding with what happened with Lance, it like it all hit and all at the right at the same time. Those couple weeks of of story missions were so, so good. Um, But I'm really excited for Season of the Deep. Yeah, no, I I definitely feel that um, for sure. And Shadow Price, what about you? What are your thoughts on Lightfall and Season of Defiance? Bugs aside, because there's been a lot of bugs lately. We're not going to talk about the bugs yet. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Not yet. I feel like it's okay. You know, I, I like the, I like Neomuna. I like the location. I think the location's really cool. The story could have been a little better. I wish Rohan would have had a little bit better, uh, you know, um, build up to his demise, yep. unfortunately. Um, just some few things that I, you know, I thought that could have been tightened up a little bit. Um, but I love Strand. I think Strand <laughs> is a lot of fun. I like, you know, being able to just grapple every, to everything. Grappling... <laughs> In a game, just feels so good, and in Destiny, it feels really good because I mean, you can just bypass a lot of stuff you would normally would have to go through. Yeah, just grapple up to the next level above you. Like I found that useful in the Duality Dungeon when we were um, unceremoniously hmm. farming one of the bosses. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I still haven't played all through Season of Defiance yet. Because, you know, just doing other stuff in in the game and elsewhere. I mean, but, you know, so far, it's, it's okay. Like a little bit more, um, you know, when it came to the story, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that myself. Um, I, I, I think that for me, Destiny like to Lightfall... They they did some really fun things that I think were good quality of life changes 
in, in the game. But I definitely wish that it was just more. Like, I think that during the Vidoc last year, there were a lot of things that Bungie promised. There was a lot of buildup. And in some respect, I feel like they underutilized Neomuna as an example. I think that they could have done more with that destination. I think we could have gotten more uh, modes in the game that were new. Like I think, uh, Pika, you mentioned Iron Banner, and it's like, it feels to me like they're not really innovating the game enough where it, it feels a bit too samey, like playing through um, Iron Banner, PvP, not having new Crucible maps. I think that was kind of an, a, a missed opportunity. And I really wish they brought back SRL because, I mean, <laughs> no Muna for me would have been the perfect destination for them to utilize to bring back Sparrow Racing. So I think, I think that's one thing that I wish they kind of did in the game. And just... It seems whoever did the the new strike and working on Neo Muna really, really had a soft spot for SR. Yeah. To include like <laughs> that little, I call it rainbow road. In yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's definitely, I would say SRL inspired. Oh, hundred percent. Bungie, please yeah. bring back SRL. Bring back the SRL armor and shaders too while you're oh, at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, put, it in Guardian, put it in Guardian games. You know yeah. the new the new Guardian game armor armor kind of looks SRL-ish a little bit. Actually, I'm not even sure if I've seen. Oh no, I did see it. I did look at it. I think yeah. those activities could have gone hand in hand, like racing, competing. You know, like yeah, I think that would have been. It's a missed opportunity. But Guardian Games was a perfect seasonal event to bring SRL back. Yeah, that armor looks nice. You're right, though. It would have been the perfect place to put Sparrow Racing. Yeah, I feel like I, I had the Sparrow Racing vibes during the uh, Hypernet strike when you're yeah, like Sparrowing through the... Uh, the puzzle areas, I think that would have been a great opportunity for them to build out more environments similar to that and definitely embrace that style and theme for sure. Yep. Yeah, they definitely so, could have. Pika, you've been in Destiny since the original game. Now, I'm curious, what is next for you in Destiny 2 and in real life? Oh boy. In <laughs> Destiny 2. Like what do I hope to do in the game? Yeah. Um, What's your next big achievement? Well, I do want to finish the dungeons that I haven't soloed. So far I've been unable to get past the first boss in Prophecy every single time I've tried. Uh I don't even think it would be bad past the first boss, but for some reason I just can't just can't do it. Um so I like doing that. I'm going to try to three-man DSC soon. I got all the way to the boss and then didn't quite have the right stuff. So I think that will be okay. Um, other than that, I'm just I'm just working my way through being like a completionist. Um, I want to do a Petra's run. I haven't done that yet. 
Uh, and because like nothing about like the season is particularly sticking out to me. So I feel like I can go back and work on stuff without sort of feeling pressured to finish new stuff. Other than finishing my Warlock through the campaign, I feel like not that worried about the rest of it. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to be more well-rounded because I used to only really stream PvP. Now I'm trying to do a lot more PvE stuff, get it done, better understand the game um, from sort of every perspective. Oh so, yeah. Well, good luck with your Petra's run. That sounds... Yeah. Uh, an exciting horrible time <laughs> I, I've heard many a horror stories from uh, people trying to get their Petra's run do, runs done yeah it's also a horror story trying guitar to get errors. six guardians together so yeah remember the guitar errors I think that that ruined oh, a lot of people's yeah. runs yep <laughs> yeah yeah I, I really hope Bungie is able to fix some of the Stability issues in the game. I know lately we've had a lot of server-related things, so hopefully they they're able to get that sorted out. Yeah. Over a trials weekend, I know a lot of people dropped out of matches. I was trying to do the solo spire. I got kicked out twice. Gave up after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh man. How far did you get? Um, I was on the harpy boss, so. That's like the first main boss, but still like I had beaten building the spire kind of thing and got to the boss. So it was, it was enough. It was enough of the way in to be annoyed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now as someone who has gotten to the boss, do you have any strats that you can share with our guardians to get that bread as we chase the Paragon title? Oh my gosh, I had to rely so much on my community to help me <laughs> to use um, my recommendation on the Harpy boss because building the spire isn't too bad. You just have to stay alive. But like, there's no real mechanic other than keeping Arctrician and building the spire. With the Harpy, be patient. <laughs> you will have to do many rounds, not the normal amount you do three people. <laughs> you have to do i think i did six or seven. Oh my goodness and literally at the end of the six i had messed up my swaps and i could have beat it but i didn't it literally had like the smallest fraction of health <laughs> and i was like my heart is racing i'm like oh my gosh i have to go all the way through this like four those four um bridges again just to you know hit it with like a wither and two linear shots and be done um so be patient mm -hmm. <laughs> how to swap your weapons better than me <laughs> and just know that you're gonna take a lot of rounds and you can get kicked off a lot but it's okay go slow that's my recommendation that's great advice <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing your yeah. awesome journey in the community. And uh, yeah, so awesome to learn about your journey here and everything that you've accomplished and talk destiny. And we have a couple more things to talk about. Yeah. And the next next topic is going to be a little little hot. So let's let's be prepared. Uh, but 
Uh, I wanted to talk about the future of destiny because I, I think it's an important topic to to dive into because of um, everything that Bungie's doing now and in the future. And as we get closer to the final shape, I think that it was a topic that has come up numerous times over the years. And um, I'm curious, what do you all think about Destiny 3? Should we have a Destiny 3 or not? What do you all think? I'm not opposed to it, but I think um, Destiny 3 would have to involve starting from scratch in some areas, I think. There's a lot of things that we, you know, had Destiny 1, brought to Destiny 2, that maybe we should have started over. Um, Because we see it now, like recycling weapons, people are kind of tired of seeing the same weapons kind of come up with a new skin. Um, the servers being a big issue, maybe take a Destiny 3 as an opportunity to like give us the full game with dedicated servers. Obviously, you can bring some stuff back because it has to be the same game, but starting over with like a whole wave of freshness because I think people are really kind of craving. Like the problem with Destiny is we love it so much we want more all the time. And the realistic thing is like it's a game. Like there's only so many people working on. There's only so much they can give us. We're we're hungry, so I think a Destiny three has to be like have a lot of depth. It has to have a lot of depth in a lot of areas that we've been like missing. That's my thought. That's really well said. I mean, man, like she Pika like hit on a lot of the things that I was about to say too, I guess, you know, it would have to have dedicated servers, like just to be able to, you know, have all the new uh, systems that are, would be have to be in the game. Cause it's gotta feel new. Everything's gotta be new. We gotta have new weapons. We can't have just like, we can't have reskinned weapons and things like that. There's gotta be new everything. And with the servers and the engine, the way that the game is now, like it's, you know, it's going to need a lot more to, especially if we want a bigger world. Like, I don't know. I, I think me and Corn, we've talked uh, off uh, air about this a lot that we, we want a bigger world. We want like a, more of an open world, potentially not, not, not a full open world. You know, because I mean, we like the planets, we like the different destinations and things like that. But bigger locations, you know, more things to do, more times in the world. And, you know, just, yeah, just a bigger and better like destiny. Now, I don't know if that has to have a three in front of it. Like, because we all knew that uh, Bungie never wanted to do a two. They never wanted to do Destiny 2. That was an Activision thing. They were bound to. They were bound in a uh, contract and, you know, to create a Destiny 2. But, uh, you know, it's like, does it have to be Destiny 3? Can it be Destiny 2, blah, blah, blah? Or Destiny drop the 2 off the end, you know? So the 3 is just a number or is the 3 going to give us something brand new? You know, so... 
it's yeah, it's been it's interesting because in some ways I feel like the expansion model for me, like it's it's kind of fun. It seems more sustainable for Bungie. But also at the same time, I feel like if I'm waiting an entire year for more destiny, I want more, you know. Um, and I think that there has been a little bit too much weight on the content that we've already had released in previous years that we continue to have to play in order to really progress in the story and, you know, get your different seals and titles in the game. Um, and I, I think that whether it, it's a Destiny 3 or whatever they choose to call the next iteration, I I would be really excited to have something where there's everything new. Like where everything that Destiny 2 offers could be maybe just left in the past so we can continue on to the next and experience new destinations, new maps for Crucible, new variations of Gambit that could get me more excited to play versus the system that we have now where it's like, well, Gambit is the same Gambit that we've been playing for how long now? And it, it feels to me like gilding a title isn't quite as fun because you're still playing the same content that you've been playing for however long. And I think that a Destiny 3 could offer the game an opportunity to really reset, to rebuild based on the lessons that we learned from the past, what worked, what didn't work, and also to give us a better, more ambitious Destiny with a more solid foundation, fixing some of the issues that the game has had between the server-related problems. And I know Bungie mentioned numerous times the spaghetti code, and I, I don't know what fixing that could look like, whether it be dedicated servers or an entirely new engine. But it's definitely something that I think that Bungie in the future may want to look into as far as opportunities. Yeah, I guess I said start completely over. I think in order to stay Destiny, it probably has to have a certain percentage that is the same or a carryover but mm -hmm. i think other than that yeah i agree but definitely new maps and poor gambit is suffering <laughs> poor gambit poor needs gambit. some attention <laughs> gambit hasn't been touched in so long yeah i torture myself and i guild dredgen in a day at once a season oh and i haven't done it yet this season i usually wait for double infamy but mm. For yep. sure. Yep. <laughs> Cold Death. I know we we talked about this briefly earlier today, actually, but um, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on Destiny Three? Should Should Bungie possibly consider a new refresh for what Destiny experience could be for you? I th I think what what needs to happen and and for it to in a way still be destiny is they really need to just drop the two call it destiny and i wouldn't say restart because i 
you know, there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't want to give up, but I'd, I'd love to see a move towards the World of Warcraft model where, you know, we just get the expansions every year or two. And then that's, that's it. It's just destiny. No two, no three. Just give us the world. Now, do you think that we should incorporate the current maps that we have in destiny? Or do you think that, you know, there should be more new versus existing? Uh, I think we should definitely keep most if not all of the maps, locations, everything that we have now. Because it, it wouldn't really be Destiny if there wasn't anything familiar to it. So I think if they just took the whole world as we have it now and really focus on just opening it up, giving us more access to stuff, it would make a, a huge difference in, in the gameplay. And it seems like they're they're definitely moving in that direction with mm-hmm. current structure. I think the final shape is going to be really an interesting expansion because just think about the name itself, the final shape. I mean, like, what could that really mean? Because to me, final shape sounds very conclusive and final. And <laughs> it seems like Bungie is moving in the direction of rotating and game content to add more replayability. So I think that's really good. Um, I like what they're doing with Grandmasters. Like, I think that's adding more variety to the gameplay. I like that to get your gilded title. You have to, you have the option of choosing which Nightfall you want to play to achieve that. So there's definitely more variety there. Although we did talk about things like Gambit, not getting anything new. And I think that is just a really big missed opportunity because I think Gambit is a fun activity that if we had new maps, I think that would really add a new layer to the game that would make it more fun. So I definitely think that Bungie could potentially focus a little bit more on on Gambit and adding more Crucible maps, something we talked about as well. So um, definitely opportunities there. And in terms of the PvP and dedicated servers, do you all think that this is something that Bungie needs to focus on? Or do you think that dedicated servers could potentially not necessarily fix some of the issues that we want fixed? (laughs) Dedicated servers would fix connection, or I shouldn't say should, because, you know, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I would think that dedicated servers would um, be able to fix connection, lag, PvP issues, because, you know, the games out there that do have dedicated servers are really like good in that area. Like there's no latency issues or anything like that. Now, would that be in the PVP and the PV side? I would assume so that it would fix connection issues to PVE. 
because you know it's their content save you know on their servers so that's what you're connecting to i'm not really an expert here (laughs) but i am all in favor of anything that makes it a more reliable connection against my opponents and melees that hit in particular oh my god i yeah you're right so many melees in caps lock i I want melees (laughs) i whiff so many melees where i know i hit them and the game just doesn't register it yeah for me in particular i feel like people can get two melees on me before i can yeah like all the time i'm like i can never double melee someone but they can always double melee me so maybe that's a that could be a skill issue it definitely could be but (laughs) (laughs) yeah no, for sure. And like, I'm curious, why do you guys feel like Bungie hasn't introduced dedicated servers into the game? Do you guys think it's uh, They're expensive? Cost? Yeah, money, hundred yeah. percent cost, cost, and yeah. probably a whole lack of rewriting code that's deep within the game. It's probably an insane cost. Not even just to have the servers, but to rewrite and fix and make it work. Yeah, I don't think it's just like a, you buy him and then you move the game onto him. I don't think it's that simple. <laughs> I Which think it's what, that would be exactly how people. they would have to start completely over to yeah. do it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious, how can Bungie make Destiny the perfect game for you all? Hmm. Honestly, it's it's mostly connection for me because like I like the PVE stuff um, less of the repeating activities. Uh, well, we'll make a list servers in order to make melees and connections work. So I don't feel like always at a loss or, you know, like I'm doomed from the beginning. Less of like repeating same things over and over and over again. But that's just me because some people like that um and actually i think that's it that would make me pretty happy both those things oh and gambit if it got some love because i actually don't hate gambit i just there's just not enough to do in it yeah no these are all great points and what about you called you know i i honestly don't think there'd be anything in particular that would make it perfect um because i you know there's always going to be something that doesn't quite jive right with somebody uh, out there um so i mean as long as i keep having people like friends to play with (laughs) it's going to be a perfect game in my opinion yeah and it's getting more and more accessible with cross save and everything like that. So I, I like it I is, like those 100%. changes. I will say I think the the one thing that that I think hurt the game the most is during Forsaken when they went free to play for the base game. Yeah. You know, I definitely feel that. Yeah, because that's when we stopped getting like the 
new crucible maps and things like that. And we've only really had one or two new maps since that point. Yeah. I mean, that was, what was it? Forsaken. I think they offered it free with PlayStation plus. And then it was like shortly after that, that it went like a year or so later, it went free to play or something like that. Yeah. They, they like announced it in a Vidoc and everything. Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> so I think that influx of players really put a stress on on what they're capable of doing. Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely agree. Um I think I think for me there's a couple of things that Bungie can do. And I think some of these things we all kind of echo the same sentiment. Uh, but I think Crucible needs just new maps. We need more spice in our life with the Crucible. And I think that would definitely add a layer of more fun and variety in, in the game. So I definitely think a greater focus on Crucible maps. Um, I think to achieve that. You know, the free-to-play model just, it does not work. And, and for several reasons. One, because let's say you are cheating in, in the Crucible and you get banned. Well, what's really stopping you from making a new account? I think the barrier to entry is too low where there's definitely a negative impact on, on the overall experience from uh, having cheaters' perspective. Um, I also think that when Bungie made Crucible free to play, I think that also took away their focus on adding more to the Crucible because it, it felt to me like they moved in the direction of really focusing more on the PvE side of the game. And I think that there have been really great um, improvements there. And I think that they definitely have a lot of really fun stuff that we're playing throughout the game and, and all the seasons. Um, I really like the quest lines that Bungie's been introducing. But Crucible definitely needs a little bit more. Dedicated servers, I think, are definitely things that like, could improve the game. Although I'm not a developer, so I can't really gauge for sure how the overall impact will be. But it seems to me like dedicated servers would be a natural improvement. And you know, based on having Sony now to support Bungie, I don't really think that the financial side of it should be as much of a barrier. Like, I think that I see it as more of an investment in their future and the game that they're building, unless they're going to be putting less focus on Destiny as a game after the final shape and just moving on to whatever next will be with unannounced. But um, I think that's one thing that would make the game better for me in addition to putting more focus on Gambit and more new. You know, I think that the leveling system that's currently in place, it's, it's not as fun after you've been leveling up for so many expansions and so many years and seasons. So, like, the idea of having to go and play three Crucible maps, three Gambit, three Strikes, and, you know, the, the same 
format that we've been playing, I think that it needs a little bit of a shakeup to make things feel fresh and new and not as cookie cutter templated systems that we've had for several years now. So I think these are all things that would make Destiny a more fun experience for me. In addition to bigger raids, I'd love to see 12-man raids. Like, that would yeah. be really, really fun. I um, loved when that glitch was going on. 12-man raids, yeah, the 12-man strikes. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was such a good time. And then also, like, I want bigger destinations i want more variety in 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 different enemies that we're fighting different races i i just think that fighting you know cabal hive it, vex and uh taken it's just like it's it feels the same right and i think that bungie has tried to make these characters feel a bit different but at the same time i think that having new enemy races would really add more fun to the game overall. So I, I think that's definitely an opportunity for Bungie to diversify their their game a little bit more. That would bring a lot of content. A new yeah. a new race means a lot of of depth. I I would love to see a new um a new class. And a new like playable race. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Figure out figure out something other than Titan Hunter and Warlock. Hmm. I don't think I've ever entertained that. I feel I feel like they're just uh that's never even really been looked at. I guess there's the the Neo Muna guys. Yes. But they're like okay. twice as tall as us, so they probably can't work those into the game. Let, let me play as a let me play as a cloud strider. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be wild. You'd be like twice as tall. You'd have double <laughs> health and crucible just because you're so much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. And what about you, Shadow Price? What would what would make Destiny a more meaningful game for you as a player? More PvP updates. I mean, like you said, more maps, you know, just uh, more modes, more things done with Gambit. Some more maps for that. Some more variety of game modes for Gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, you know, and um, the bugs. You, like, you get the bugs out. Like the <laughs> bugs have just been plaguing the game lately the bugs and error codes and things like that because it's just it's degraded the quality and you know it's the time where people have time to play and they're not able to play because of bugs it just kind of like puts them in a bad mood but then they got to go out and touch grass so you know (laughs) yeah yeah and it's it's tough when you know you get you know the the people that maybe only get a few hours a week on the weekend to play and you know now all of a sudden the game's down the whole weekend 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that, especially this season, there have been more um, stability issues with the servers. And it just, it feels bad when, you know, you're doing an activity, especially something really challenging, like a solo dungeon or uh, trials or a raid. I, I think that there needs to be a greater responsibility on Bungie's part to to make sure they're able to limit these issues in the game because i mean i think that it just makes for a less fun experience right um so i hope they're able to figure it out and and solve it you know i'm also very understanding that nobody comes into work and says hey we want this game to have bugs you know no (laughs) that way right and i'm sure they're all trying but yeah let let the game have bugs so we have something to do today (laughs) yeah but I will say, like, there there has been less transparency about stuff. And I think it started last year when Bungie has undergone a lot of just negativity from the community. I think that has been a contributing factor. And beyond just negativity, I mean, I think that some of the community managers got a lot of hate that just wasn't called for, right? And to me, that really changed the level of transparency in the game. And like, if if there are problems with the game and the servers, I want to understand more so that we can have a, a greater perspective. But also working towards that level of stability in the game where we can all just play and not have an experience where we get, you know, an error and and not be able to play because of whatever issues that are going on in the back end. Yeah. It's disappointing when people take to Twitter or whatever and just are mean, especially cuz like the devs don't make the game. <laughs> like those poor people are the ones who are at the forefront. So it just takes time. Like I don't know how how people don't realize you can't just like fix an issue. There's so much more that like has to go into it. And it it is a little frustrating when they choose to prioritize their issues. Like if there's a few known issues and they choose not the one that seems to matter the most to whomever, but it's just at the end of the day, it's still a bunch of people who have to do their best and yep. you don't have to be mean about it. <laughs> like, it you know, it, I I think they put up with just as much as like, phone customer service absolutely honestly like it's not their fault that you know the the game's broken yeah yeah there's always going to be something i mean i grew up with a dad who works in like a tech place and he was just Mm -hmm. it's around the clock like something just goes wrong and you have to fix it and sometimes you can fix it quickly and sometimes you can't so I guess at the end of the day, it's like, we're the ones trying to play the game. Game doesn't work. We're mad. But it's not one person's fault on Twitter. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, absolutely. And last question before we dive into the tab. What do you all want to see in the final shape next year? What are your biggest wants for the next big expansion? I just literally want more story. 
I, I enjoy playing this story a lot. Um, it's, I've been paying more attention to it than I used to. I used to just do it. So I did it. And I just, I really like Neomuna. I like what they're doing. It's pretty. It's, but at the same time, like we have a lot of open end, open ends right now. <laughs> like there's too many questions. So give us answers. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing Bungie's always good about is leaving everything on bigger questions than what was answered. Yeah, you think we're going to know, and then at the end you're like, wait, but now what? Yep. Definitely. What about you, Shadow Price? What would make Final Shape awesome for you? Just like these guys said, like answers for the story, like they have to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. It's the uh, conclusion of the light and dark saga. So we got to know what the heck of the witness wanted to do with inside inside the traveler and what the veil are. And, you know, why it's so important to either protect or, you know, something and yeah just get all the the threads tied up like if we're going to uh win or if we're going to lose i mean we thought we were going to lose here like totally lose lightfall you know it's like yeah okay well we saw what happened to the traveler but we're still running around like resurrecting each other and things like that <laughs> so the final shape i hoping we get all the questions answered and then just all the game updates like crucible gambit like what other new things can they introduce how other ways are they keep us engaged like after during final shape and then after that you know season of the deep it'd be cool to get some uh things like with the hive and fundament because of the deep you know with the the books of sorrow so somehow i feel like they're gonna tie that in a little bit and then maybe the the dungeon will have something to do with that theme as well. All great points, all really great points. And yep. uh, I think that for me, a couple things, Crucible, let's get some new Crucible maps. Let's get some more love with Gambit. I think Gambit needs a little bit of a refresh. You know, it's it's been a while. Um, beyond that, I think that having a renowned focus on lore and story and really flush out everything that we've been kind of waiting to learn more about, whether it be the fundament and um, the veil to really learn about what the witness, what role the witness really played in the overall story line. I think that would be really interesting. But also beyond that, I think that more strikes, maybe a couple of new planets instead of just one. I think that would be really um, a welcoming addition that would give us more to do in the game and, and more new to explore. So I think that having a few new destinations versus just one would be a great addition. Maybe having four strikes that are new. I know I'm probably asking for a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> with a final shape, right? That's not, not yeah. talking about exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So I think these are all things that would improve the game. Um. Also, 
I would love to see Bungie do a little bit more with clans. I think there yeah. are some really cool opportunities they have to really make uh, clans more fun and, and, and create a richer experience. And think about clan wars. We, we've talked about this before, but like Call of Duty had this thing where you can go up against different clans. So I think that having clan versus clan activities that we can all play, that would add an, a new layer of fun in the game where you have more of a reason to be in a clan beyond getting some rewards, you know, where you can compete against other clans. Maybe even having like clan leaderboards, I think that would be a really cool addition to the game. Um, so I think the, all of these things will definitely make for a better destiny to final shape for for me personally i like it yeah mm -hmm. All right. and guardian we have one more thing to talk about we have a weekly update from bungie not, not a big one we got a pretty small update a couple things to to dive into this week with the bungie weekly update and we learned a few things guardian games First up, we have a new thing that is coming to Guardian Games called Guardian Game Cup, which will be returning on May 2nd. And it will be adding new additions to the event and bringing some classics back like Supremacy PvP. Um, there's going to be a new class-based matchmaking system. And uh, Laurels are going to be leaving, so if you... <laughs> if you enjoyed them in the past, they're going to be leaving the game. So FYI, uh, medallions are being now introduced in the game. Uh, and there is a really cool Void SMG that's uh, coming with Guardian Games next week, actually. And uh, I'm, I'm curious, what do you all think about Guardian Games? And are you, are you excited for... Yeah, I'm... I mean... I'm going to play it, you know, because, you know, it's uh, something different in Destiny. We get it every year, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's just something fun to do. And uh, we got to, you know, see if we want, you know, I got to figure out who I want to play. Like, I, I'll probably end up playing all three characters, but I got to figure out who I want to represent me in the Guardian games. Probably be, you know, I love Hunter, but I might try to go for the Titan for Lance. Titan gang. I'm I'm excited to uh, see what kind of perks are going to roll on the uh, Strand Scout Rifle. Oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna play Titan as well, and Supremacy will be interesting. It'll be a good game yeah, that, to be Titan. In. That hasn't been in the game for a while. If, if you yeah, like. that's Supremacy. that's been gone for a, for a few years, a long time. But it's six v six game mode, so it'll just be chaos. We'll see. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and there's also the Guardians Games Cup, which is actually crazy. I didn't even realize it existed until today. We actually can make a team. Oh. Or you can register your clan, sorry. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, you can register a fire team of one to six people. Yeah. 
which is cool. I didn't realize that. It is pretty cool. And they, they're adding um, Guardian Game Cups to the game, uh, and that's going to be available to all players. You can register your teams to compete for medallions and raise money for charity, which is always a great cause. And there are some prizes that will be available for the top teams if you challenge yourself with Guardian Game Cups this year. Um, they're introducing some new artwork that you can uh, acquire by donating. Uh, there are pendants that are going to be available. And of course, emblems that we all love. We all love our emblems, right? So that will also be introduced. And that will be kicking off on May 2nd. So next week, not too much longer to wait, Guardians. And uh, we'll get a chance to play all that. And I know Shadow Price is going to be happy about this one. Trials is coming back with uh, three new potential maps that we will get a chance to vote on between Rusted Lands, Convergence, and Disjunction. And I'm curious, do you all have a preference for which Trials map you'll be voting for? Not Disjunction. Yeah, not Disjunction. (laughs) I think it's going to win. But yeah, because um, people are going to troll it and they're going to yeah. pick it. It's obvious. It's it's going to be convert or disjunction for sure. I, like we personally, just, I would pick Rusted Lands because, you know, the nostalgia in me and I like to snipe. So it, you know, fits my play style. I can't think of the last time it was Rusted Lands, so I'd probably pick that also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would vote for Rusted Lands too. Um, I I do enjoy that map more than the the latter. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what wins. And you know, like, uh, every time I played Disjunction, like I still don't know that map. I don't know. It's just like I I get destroyed big. on that map. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I wanted bigger maps, but for some reason, this map just I never play well on it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like with competitive, um, bigger maps don't necessarily make for the trials. Fun. Yeah. Especially with trials where it's three versus three, right? I think that smaller maps can actually offer some benefits and add a, a more uh, more fun dimension to the game. So definitely. And few more things guardians there are some strand updates with this update uh from bungie uh bungie did offer some patch note clarifications uh on some ability balancing that um they had previously discussed um they're changing the assets ashes to assets and um hands on armor they did have a few psas on that um in the patch notes bungie made it sound like both ashes to assets and hands-on are equipped only one of the mods will work but Correct. in actuality both mods can still be used at the same time and the change um is the uh defeating an enemy specifically with the grapple melee will no longer double dip and count as both grenade and melee kill so they did have a few updates on that and clarifications yeah, that's for people who wanted to finish both bounties like at the same time. Yeah. 
there are also going to be some strand changes coming with season 21, uh, including updates to grapple. Uh, they're going to be reducing the base cooldown from 105 seconds to 82, uh, reducing the minimum time between grapple activations from 2.5 to 0.2 seconds. So it, it looks to me like grapple is going to get a... A little bit of a buff, it sounds more, like. More fun. It's going to get more powerful, so that's really nice. Uh, welcoming change there. Uh, if you are a Strand Hunter, they have a few updates with that as well. Threaded Spike will be getting an increased damage versus PvE combatants by 55%. Um, Bungie will also be increasing projectile travel range from beginning to returning uh, to players by 30%. They are slightly reducing speed of the dart. Um, in the game, increasing the energy gains or catching the dart based on the number of enemies hit. And lastly, uh, now uh, threaded spikes will pierce through Cabal Phalanx shields. So, win. That's a win right there. Yeah, that is an mm -hmm. absolute win. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm excited for Strand to become more powerful in the game. I think that's going to be a welcoming update. And it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts our ability to play through more challenging activities like um, Nightfalls and um, the end game content like Master Raids. So, should be interesting update there. Um, Bungie also talked about the cosplay references um, that are being updated. There are going to be some new, um, actually already, that is live. They published a bunch of new uh, reference kits for anyone who is really into cosplay in the game. A lot of stuff there, so definitely really nice to see them support the cosplay community through all the content that they're giving out. Um, exotic ornaments um, also have some updates. We had some voting last week, and the community had a chance to vote for the next exotic ornament in the game between the Wither Horde, Thunderlord, and Izanagi's Burden. And it looks like the Wither Horde won with 45% of the vote what do y'all think of that? Ooh. Not surprising, but... I'm not mad. I like Weatherhorn. <laughs> yeah. I I do too, but I never take the Hive ornament off, so it better be hmm. pretty cool. I have the I white really one. I don't remember what it's called. That uh, Izanagi's was third with um, 19% of the vote. I expected... Izanagi's to be a bit more more popular amongst players, but that's the one I would have picked. So interesting note there, and uh, Bungie will be introducing a new Wither Horde um, exotic ornament created by a Destiny Two community member. So really cool that they are doing that. Um, yeah, it's also, so cool. Yeah, and also the pet bundle is now available in the Eververse store. So a new fun way for you to celebrate your furry friends in the game. So uh, always fun to see them 
add fun new things like that. Uh, curious, are you all picking up the best friends bundle in the game? Mm, no, I probably would only want the cat one, <laughs> but I like I like the little hive little hive one is cute too. Yeah. I think I have that high one. That's the worm, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think none of them are new. They're just bundled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, a few PSAs from Bungie. If you're looking to pick up the Root of Nightmares raid jacket, you have until April 30th, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time to get that bread. And also um, another Bungie reward that's going to be um, expiring is the Archangel Dog Plush that will be ending actually tonight at midnight um, Pacific time. So if you haven't picked up your Archangel Dog Plush and you're looking to get that, make sure you do that before the time expires tonight. There were also a few fixes in the game um, from the player support team. And uh, you can read more about that in the latest update from Bungie. And uh, I'm, I'm curious. We have a little bit of a tradition on the show before we wrap things up for the evening. Uh, we rate the weekly update in the form of spicy tuna rolls, ironically, between one <laughs> and five. One being bad spicy tuna. Don't eat it, and five being the best. And I'm curious, Pika, how would you rate the Bungie Weekly Update this week? <laughs> one and five. This is tough because I don't always read it <laughs> to begin with, but I feel like I didn't get very much from it. We'll give it a two out of five. And what would you say, Coldup? How would you rate the Weekly Update between one and five spicy tuna rolls? I'm going to give it a one. It was a pretty light update. Nothing, nothing too major earth shattering. So gets a one from me. One for a cold up. I think that's the first one that we've had. I don't know <laughs> ever, but I'm a trailblazer. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Rough crowd tonight. And what about you, Shadow Price? How would you rate the weekly update in the form of spicy tuna rolls between one and five? Yeah, it's a two. There's nothing exciting in here. I mean, PSAs, Charles map voting, you know, the ornament that I wanted to win, like didn't win. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just a two. Looks like, yeah, two out of five. Very cool. Well, I'm going to probably agree with Shadow Price. I would probably give it a two because, you know, nothing, nothing too eventful, nothing too major, just, you know, small PSAs. Um, and yeah, uh, I think that it was just another week in Destiny. But, you know, you can't expect for everything to have major news and updates. I think that we're at that time when we're not really going to be getting too much until maybe the next couple of weeks when we get closer to season of the deep. So um, hopefully the upcoming updates are going to be a little bit more eventful, but yeah, I would say two out of five 
icy tuna rolls for Orn Holio and Guardians. We made it. It's been a heck of a podcast, a heck of an evening. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate y'all. Pika, thank you for being our guest on the show tonight. Such a pleasure to hang out and share stories and learn more about you. Really appreciate you joining us and being such an awesome guest on the show. So really appreciate you being with us. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Of course. And before we let you go, where can the Guardians learn more about you and what you do? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Peach, And that's a with a one, not an I. It's a common mistake. P1 Capiche, as they say. P1 Capiche. It's hard to say. Kind of. That's across all socials, so. <laughs> Love that. So make sure to give Pika a follow, check her out on stream, and show her some love. Thank and you. Hold up. Where can we learn more about you and what you do in the community? Oh, you can find me Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, through Guardians Mental Health. I'm all over the place. Cold death. K-O-L-D-D-E-T-H. Easy to remember, easy to find. Very cool. And, and you mentioned Guardians Mental Health. Next month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And Yes, uh, it is. Definitely keep an eye out on socials and everywhere else. We're going to be doing some really cool things to support mental health. And Cold Death is also going to be participating in some really cool things with our good friends at Guardians Mental Health. So. Keep an eye out for that. And Shadow Price, we made it, my friend. Where can we learn more about you and what you do? You can find me on Twitter at ShadowPrice79 and also here on the Destiny Show podcast every Friday night. Thank you so much. Very cool. And Guardians, you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon, and every major platform. You can find us right here every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can find us over on Twitter at The Destiny Show. And you can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. We are adding so many articles onto our blog. We have seven new writers that are joining our team. So definitely make sure to check that out. Lots of cool things in the works. Guardians, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. We hope you have an amazing evening. Get some bread. Go play some trials. Go <laughs> get your exotic bread from Zur, and we will see you star side. Good night, Guardians.